This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. I'm curious to hear your perspective on how you think Web3 tech will affect the role of gatekeepers and intermediaries in the traditional media industry. I think about it less as gatekeepers, more so as like the power that comes from maybe people in traditional media, right? And I think that there are a lot of gatekeepers. Part of the reason why I think, you know, I see Web3 revolutionizing all kinds of sectors. For me, as someone who's in media, it was the first thing that like clicked for me in terms of if crypto is all about decentralizing power, like media is a, a business, a sector, uh, all built on relationships, right? And there are a lot of gatekeepers in media. And that's generally, you know, if you believe in the ethos of crypto saying decentralizing that power is net better and not doing so can lead to some negative outcomes, a few examples might come to mind in the media space, right? Examples of, you know, Harvey Weinstein of, of any time that people have a bunch of power and they hold it over people in the space that are dependent on that power. Bad things can happen. Um, you know, there are other examples to point to as well in news media, certainly as well. And I don't know, I, I see that and I don't want to make, you know, judgments writ large here, but I do think that, you know, even in the stories that we've covered, even crypto projects themselves, if a creator, if a, a founder, if someone running these organizations has unchecked power, hubris can lead to some bad outcomes. And we've seen that both with Do Kwan, as you mentioned, and also now with SBF um, and a bunch of other projects uh, that aren't even in crypto. And so for us, you know, we have that in terms of me as a creator, uh, checks, balances, if you want to call it that, like I could be voted off as host of this show. Like our That's community, interesting. Of, our community <laughs> of owners, if they think I've done something to violate the brand, they can call a vote, right? Cooperatives exist for this reason, like a vote of no confidence saying, look, this guy has violated our trust, you know? And I think that's interesting. If you think about that and power and gatekeeping in the old media model versus, you know, this model, it would be, look, you know, uh, sometimes a media organization has a lot of incentive to sweep things under the rug, right? That's all I'll say. We've seen it before. We have. But like, if you distribute that power out of the hands of gatekeepers, out of people trying to protect that brand image to a community that co-owns it with you, there's a lot of checks on power there that I think generally, as a believer of crypto and some of those ethos, like I generally think, and I authentically think that that is good. Um, so again, I don't think I'm going to mess up, but at least that, that, that check on power, so to speak is there. Um, and so I think that that's like specifically one of the things that intrigued me about the way that we set this up in the, in the backdrop of media today. But you know, that's just one piece of it, I guess. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.